Many of you know that if you are looking for Rob and I on Labor Day weekend, you will find us at the Kansas City Irish Festival. It has been a staycation uh, since Ellen began Irish dancing as a very young girl. Ellen's dance teacher was a very proud Irish woman from Belfast, Ireland. And we was a typical adjective in her vocabulary. So I'm convinced that the composer lyricist of this uh, famed Sunday school song had to be from Ireland. Wee Zacchaeus is such a peculiar little man. It is fun to think of him hanging out in a tree with a big smile on his face, waiting for the Savior to pass that way. In 10 short verses, no pun intended, we learn a lot about this little man from Jericho and his encounter with Jesus. Will you pray with me? Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Now, before I read today's scripture, um, I want you to know you can follow along. Um, uh, Janine, our admin, is um, out of town this week caring for her um, nephews and... After she left, we did everything in advance, and after she left, I changed my mind on the version of uh, uh, which um, version of the Bible that I wanted, of Scripture that I wanted to do. And I chose um, the New Living Translation because it uses the word joy, and that is what I want to capture today. So um, you can follow along. It won't match up exactly, but... We want to capture the word joy. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a, get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement Enjoy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half of my wealth to the poor. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, Lord, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. 
Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. School teacher Dodie Gadiant decided to travel across America and see the sites she had taught about for the last 13 years. Traveling alone in a truck with a camper in tow, she launched out on her adventure. One afternoon, after, uh, after rounding a curve on I-5 near Sacramento in rush hour traffic, the water pump blew on her truck. She was tired, exasperated, scared, and alone. Despite the traffic jam she caused, no one seemed interested in helping. Leaning up against the trailer, she prayed, Please, Lord, send me an angel, preferably one with mechanical knowledge and experience. Within four minutes, a huge Harley drove up, ridden by an enormous man, sporting long black hair, a beard, and tattooed arms. With an incredible air of confidence, he jumped off and, without even glancing at Dodie, went to work on the truck. Within another few minutes, he flagged down a larger truck attached a tow chain to the frame of the disabled Chevy and whisked the whole 56-foot rig off the side of the freeway into a side street where he calmly continued to work on the water pump. The intimidated school teacher was too dumbfounded to talk, especially when she read the paralyzing words on the back of his leather jacket. Hell's angels. As he finished the task, she finally got up the courage to say thank you. Noticing her amazement at the whole ordeal, he looked her straight in the eye and said, don't judge a book by its cover. With that, he smiled, closed the hood of the truck, and straddled his Harley. With a wave, he was gone as fast as he had appeared. Well, haven't we all been guilty of that one time or another? Judging a book by its cover, that is. I know I have. Maybe not out loud, but I've thought it many times. Unfortunately, I think it is part of human nature and not the good part, for sure. I, as I'm sure many of you have experienced, have had my own cover judged as well. Regrettably, we make judgments about people without knowing much about them. We size people up based on appearance, what someone is wearing, their hairstyle, if they are thin, heavy, tall, or short. We sometimes judge people by what they do for a living or perhaps where they live. Have you ever known someone who had been unjustly viewed because of what they had done in their past? We can see many of these examples in today's scripture reading. Zacchaeus, the wee little man, was not well liked. It is pretty safe to say that he was indeed hated. He wasn't despised because of his wee stature, but because of his wee or small reputation and acceptance. 
among his own people. You see, like Levi, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. In fact, he was the chief tax collector of Jericho. All other tax collectors fell under his management. He became very wealthy at the expense of his fellow countrymen, collecting taxes for foreign power. By doing this, it was seen by the Jews as indirectly supporting Israel's occupation. Not only was he hated, but in the eyes of the Jewish religious leaders, he was considered unclean because of his work with Gentiles. The one thing we have all learned from our first years of Sunday school was that Zacchaeus was short in stature. But I'm guessing that there were probably a lot of other ways in which Zacchaeus was short. He was more than likely short-tempered, especially in his dealings with those people who couldn't pay their tax bill. It seems that Zacchaeus was probably short on love and compassion. He was chasing a dream of being accomplished and wealthy. When you spend your life extorting money from your own people for your own personal gain, you probably don't have much concern for their well-being. So maybe love and compassion are not going to be priorities of his concern. Sadly, I wonder if Zacchaeus was short on faith or hope. Marked as an unclean traitor because of his occupation, he would have spent his adult working life apart from the synagogue and the temple. One day, a teacher intercepted a note. It said, everybody who hates Bob, sign here. By now, the note which was on its way to Bob had been signed by all the students in his fourth grade class. Bob not only had no friends, but he was the object of intense loathing. Bob showed no obvious distress at being disliked. But his teacher, in an effort to learn something of Bob's deeper feelings, asked him how he behaves in a number of hypothetical situations. Bob answered each question with, I don't know. Now his teacher thought that he was merely being uncooperative until she finally asked him to say how he felt when playing with a friend. Bob looked up at her with tears in his eyes. He said, I don't know. I don't have any friends. Zacchaeus, like poor little Bob. See, I'm getting choked up telling the story about poor little Bob. Zacchaeus, like him, showed no distress at being disliked. But he, too, longed for friendship and acceptance. The people saw Zacchaeus' wealth and tough man exterior, but they did not see his spiritual bankruptcy. He was rejected by all and desperately lonely. Like so many, he got caught up in the deceptive power of success and wealth. He had everything by the world's standards, yet didn't have real happiness. 
Just like so many, Zacchaeus was looking for that inner peace, sincere acceptance, unconditional love. As we have heard these last few weeks, Jesus was beginning to get a reputation of his own. He was also not liked by the in crowd because he didn't follow their customs of conduct. He was more interested in doing the right thing than in doing the thing right. Jesus' reputation must have perked Zacchaeus' curiosity. He must have wondered if the things he was hearing about Jesus were really true. Was he really a friend to tax collectors and sinners? Desperate to catch a glimpse, Zacchaeus runs ahead as crowds were probably not a safe place for tax collectors. Besides, if he stayed back along the edges with all the other people, he wouldn't have been able to see Jesus. Once ahead of the crowd, he climbs high enough up a tree to allow him to see Jesus when he passed by. But Jesus doesn't pass by. He stops at the base of that sycamore tree and calls down a hated tax collector in friendship. He honors Zacchaeus by inviting him over. Zacchaeus' response indicates that he may have been short in stature and reputation, but he stands as a towering example of the amazing grace of God in Jesus Christ. Change came to Zacchaeus when he came down out of that tree, and that change is demonstrated by his repentance and desire to make amends for all the wrong he had done. This is the change that joy brings. As you try to follow Christ in your own lives, or when you walk alongside those who are seeking him, you can remember we Zacchaeus. You may not need to climb a tree to see Jesus above the crowd, Jesus will find you anyway. If, however, you find yourself tired of staring at the back of the crowd, look for your tree to climb. If blessed with a memorable encounter with God, perhaps your response will be as joyous as Zacchaeus. And it will lead to your own kind of joyful commitment to justice, unconditional love, and hope for others. During this series, we have come along with Jesus as he has been the guest of honor around several tables. He came to those tables at the invitation of others. In today's story, once again, we are reminded that the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. For those who are seeking friendship, acceptance, love, grace, and forgiveness, Jesus invites himself over. Will you welcome him with joy? Amen. <laughs>